Section 56 of the Book of Divine Consolation of the Blessed Angela of Foligno. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Treatise 3, Sixth Consolation of the Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ. Another time when I was praying and meditating with great grief and compassion in mine heart upon the Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ, I did bethink me over and over again of how great was the iniquity of all my sins, seeing that before God could be appeased, or I could be reconciled unto him, or obtain remission of those sins, it was needful that the Son of God should not only pray with tears and supplication, but that he should die for this upon the cross. I reflected, moreover, upon how complete must be the damnation, how great the infinite miseries and countless torments, which awaited me for each mortal sin which I had committed, if, in order to give satisfaction for them, it was needful that not angel or archangel, but the very God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, should himself suffer for me and endure the misery of death and the tortures of the cross. I did likewise reflect upon mine ingratitude, and how not only that I do nothing in return for such a great benefit, but do even offend him every day, refusing to remember the benefit of his redemption, or by doing penance, to work together with him for my salvation. And I was amazed at these things, at the infinite goodness and mercy of God, and mine own great iniquity and foolishness. And as I thought upon this, it was shown unto me how that by the passion of Christ, we are liberated from all the sins, torments, and punishments which we have deserved. And this was shown unto me so clearly, that scarce could I restrain myself from crying aloud in the presence of all people. Thus it was told me by the Lord Jesus Christ, when he appeared unto me, that forasmuch as he had been hanged for us upon the cross, no man or person whatsoever could excuse himself if he were not saved. For in order to procure salvation, it is only needful to act as a sick man acteth with his physician, who, desiring to regain his health, showeth his infirmity, and disposeth himself to obey in all that the physician commandeth him. So here likewise is it needful to do not else, nor to spend money for medicine, but only to show himself unto the physician, by the acknowledgment of his sins, to do that which the physician ordereth, and to take heed that he oppose him not in any way. My soul did comprehend that the medicine was Christ's blood, which he giveth freely without price, and it costeth nothing unto the sick sinner, save this disposing of himself, and the physician, Christ, giveth him health, and healeth him of his infirmity. Then were all my sins shown unto my soul, and I perceived that each member had its special spiritual infirmity. Wherefore, hearing what had been said, the soul did instantly endeavor to show forth all the sins which it had committed with the different members of the body, and with all its strength and powers, saying, O Lord, Master and Physician of eternal health, O my God, forasmuch as by only showing forth unto thee my infirmities and diseases, thou hast consented to heal me, and because, O Lord, I am very sick, and have no part in me that is not corrupt and defiled, I, wretched that I am, will show thee, O Lord, all my infirmities, and all the sins of all my members, and of all the parts of my soul and body. Then did I begin, and point them all out, saying, 
o lord most merciful physician look upon mine head and see how oft times i have adorned it with the emblems of pride how i have many times deformed it by curling and braiding my hair and have committed numerous other sins look o lord upon my wretched eyes full of uncleanness and envy in like manner i strove to number and show forth all the sins of mine other members and when he had hearkened thereunto with great patience the lord jesus christ did gladly and joyfully make answer that he had healed these things one after another and then taking pity upon my soul he said fear not my daughter neither do thou despair for even wert thou tainted with a thousand deadly diseases wert thou dead a thousand times yet could i give thee a medicine whereby thou mightest be healed of everything if thou wouldst only apply it unto thy heart and soul for the infirmities of thine head which thou hast told and shown unto me for which thou art displeasing unto god and grievous unto thyself which infirmities thou hast incurred by washing combing anointing colouring adorning and braiding thy hair by setting thyself up in pride and seeking vainglory for which things thou dost deserve to be cast into the uttermost parts of hell to be humbled in all eternity and reputed as one most vile for these infirmities have i given satisfaction and done penance i suffered the most grievous pain inasmuch as my hair was plucked out and my head pierced by sharp thorns with a rod was it smitten and covered with blood it endured all manner of mockery and scorn and with the vilest of crowns was it crowned for the infirmity of thy face which thou hast contracted likewise by washing and anointing it by showing it unto miserable men and seeking their favour i have made and ordained a medicine for these sins have i also given satisfaction for wicked men did spit in my face making it all filthy and stained it was swollen and deformed by rude and heavy blows and a vile cloth was hung before it moreover for thine eyes with which thou hast looked at vain and hurtful things and hast delighted in gazing at many things which are opposed unto god have i given satisfaction shedding copious and bitter tears from my eyes which were veiled and filled with blood for ears wherewith thou hast offended god by hearkening unto vain and hurtful things and taking delight therein i have done great penance hearkening unto many grievous things such as false accusations slanders insults curses mockings lies and blasphemies and finally the wicked judgment spoken against myself but above all i did penance in hearkening unto the weeping of my most loving and lowly mother who grieved for me with exceeding great grief because of the sins of thy mouth and throat wherewith thou didst take delight in feasting and drunkenness and in the sweetness of delicate meats my mouth hath been dry and empty hungry and thirsty it hath fasted and been made bitter with vinegar mingled with gall for the sins of thy tongue which thou hast let loose in slanders calumnies derisions blasphemies lies perjuries and other sins i did shut my mouth in the presence of judges and false witnesses no excuses issued from my mouth and with all mine heart did i pray unto god for those who did me evil and i always preached the truth because of the sins of thy power of smell whereby thou didst delight in flowers i did smell the abominable spittle which i endured upon my face and eyes and nostrils 
for the sins committed with thy neck by shaking it in anger pride and lasciviousness and against the supreme god i suffered many and divers blows upon my neck for the sins of thy shoulders and back whereby thou hast offended in bearing many things which were opposed unto god i did penance by bearing upon my shoulders the cross whereon i was to hang for the sins of thy hands and arms with which thou hast done much wickedness in embraces touches and other evil deeds my hands were driven into the wood of the cross by large nails and torn through bearing the weight of my body in mine agony for the sins of thy heart with which thou hast sinned through anger envy sadness evil love and base covetousness my side and heart were pierced with a sharp spear and from the wound issued thereforth a most potent medicine sufficient to heal all the passions and sins of the heart that is to say water to cool evil desires and loves and blood for the remission of anger sadness and enmity for the sins of thy feet wherewith thou hast sinned through vain running and dancing and loose walking about for thy pleasure my feet were not only twisted and bound but they were nailed upon the wood of the cross in place of shoes laced and adorned with cut leather i had feet all bleeding and covered with the blood which flowed from my whole body for the sins of thy whole body wherewith thou hast sinned by giving it up to delights repose and dreams taking pleasure therein in divers ways my body was fastened upon the cross terribly scourged and stretched out thereon after the manner of a skin i was closely fastened upon the hard wood until i was bathed in a bloody sweat which ran down even upon the ground and finally i suffered here the most dreadful torments crying aloud sighing weeping and lamenting until i died slain by cruel men for the sins of thine ornaments and thy needless vain and curious raiment i was hung naked upon the cross and vile men stripped off my tunic and my vest and cast dice for them before mine eyes and naked as when i was born of the virgin in the cold the wind and the air i was exposed and stretched out on high in the sight of all men and women in order that i might be the more easily seen and mocked at and might suffer the greater shame because of the sin of thy wealth wherewith thou hast done evil by acquiring wrongfully spending and saving it i have been poor possessing neither palace nor house nor hut wherein i might be born or where i might dwell during my lifetime in death i should have had no sepulchre wherein i might rest but should have been left a prey unto dogs and birds if one had not been moved through compassion of my misery to receive me into his own sepulchre my blood and my life i have given unto perverse and sinful men nothing whatsoever have i kept for myself but in life and death have i desired to be and to remain poor for ever but wherefore should i say more howsoever thou mayest discourse thou canst not find any sin any disease of the soul for the which i have not brought the true medicine and given sufficient satisfaction for all sinners and for the infinite torments and grievous pains which the wretched soul ought to suffer in hell but if thou remainest not in thy neglectfulness thou needest lament no longer if only thou dost here suffer with me and have compassion upon me always and be my companion in poverty ignominy and contempt as long as thou livest mary magdalene who was sick 
had all these things and desired to be wholly liberated from them wherefore was she healed of all her infirmities in like manner can all persons who have these things find health as she did the crucified one spake further unto me and said when these my sons who through sin have departed from my kingdom and made themselves sons of the devil do return unto the father he hath great joy of them and showeth them his exceeding great delight in their return so great is the father's joy at their conversion that he bestoweth upon them supernatural grace the which he giveth not unto virgins who through sin have not departed from him and this he doth because of the boundless love which he beareth them and because of the pity which he hath of their wretchedness also because they do grieve for that they have offended so great a majesty and do know themselves to be worthy of hell because of these two reasons even he who hath been the greatest sinner may find the greatest grace and mercy after this the lord spake unto me again and said whosoever desireth to find grace must not lift his eyes from the cross whether i do grant and permit him to live in joy or whether he live in sorrow end of section fifty six